<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an all-new, brand-new Russell Wortham Show coming to you live, commercial-free, from my super-secret back cave, folks. We are back, and back in the middle of greatness. What a week, holy smokes. Uh, the biggest story, not just of the last, you know, few months, but I, I'd say the biggest story of the year is <clears throat> Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch. And so we will talk about that. So let me just give you all a bit of a roadmap. So coming up here in uh, just a moment. Uh, we're going to, uh, we're going to do the news. I've got two, uh, stories from the good folks over at Kaltahawk. Uh, so wanted to say thank you, uh, up front for, for that. And then, uh, I've got Dark Side of the Ring, the ultraviolence of Nick Gage. Holy smokes. <laughs> and then in our main event, we have, of course, Halloween Havoc. Now, yes, yes, I know Halloween Havoc was the other day, but I'm going to preview it, and then next week I will review it now. Before uh, we uh, go into the news segment, a couple of things. Uh, so, if you've been listening to the show for any amount of time, and I certainly appreciate that, uh, but if you've listened to this year program uh, for a number of, of uh, times now, you know that basically uh, from uh, Survivor Series, which is, you know, sometimes it's in mid-November, uh, sometimes it's late November, but after that, I basically go on hiatus. All right, I go on hiatus until the week before the Royal Rumble. So, just giving you guys a bit of a heads up that after the, uh, you know, after Survivor Series, uh, I will be uh, taking uh, a bit of a uh, break until, uh, like I said, the the week of. Uh, so don't urge me of uh, the uh, Royal Rumble. There we go. Uh, now, I will say this. Uh, for the Survivor Series show, I will do a preview. I will do a review. So uh, after, the, after the review, um, and it's, it's going to be kind of like a, uh, not necessarily a bang-bang situation, but it's, it's going to be we do one, and then a few days later, we, you know, we do the other. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty much where we are with that. Now, between now and then, I am still efforting. I am whatever I got, however I got to do it. <laughs> I am still going to get Champ Phoenix on this here program. We're going to uh, talk about the indie scene uh, down in Australia. So, uh, that's what I'm efforting uh, towards uh, for really the next, you know, 
month uh, before I go on hiatus. Now, uh, that said, um, we're going to uh, come back here in uh, just a moment. We're going to do, like I said, those uh, two pieces of news from uh, the good folks over at Cultaholic. And uh, then we will do Dark Side of the Ring. And then we will do the main event, which is uh, previewing uh, Halloween Havoc from NXT. Don't go anywhere. All right, folks, we are back <clears throat> with uh, the news. And as uh, I said in the uh, introduction, we are going to be talking about a couple of different things, uh, courtesy of the good folks over at Cultaholic. Before we do that, I'd like to, again, say thank you to everybody that listens to this here podcast. I am very grateful so grateful. Uh, so you can listen to me absolutely anywhere. You can listen to me on uh, Apple iTunes. You can listen to me on TuneIn, uh, Google, um, Stitcher, Spotify. I mean, everywhere you can find me, just search for the Russell Wortham Show. And uh, if you you know if you like it, it's like uh, the kids say th- these days. Uh, smash that button, smash that subscribe button, if you will, and uh, we'll keep this thing going. Uh, Also, uh, so there is that. Now, uh, also, I want to uh, say a very special thank you to the godfather, if you will, Mr. Craig Smith from One stopwrestling.com onestopwrestling.com folks this is the one stop shop if you will for everything wrestling we have great podcasts like myself like queen's takeover the it's my house podcast uh jonesy chats wrestling on down the line you want great uh content in terms of youtube or uh, podcasts, and you love wrestling like we do, check us out, onestopwrestling.com. Holy smokes, it is really awesome, and I'm very grateful to be a part of that group. We also have great articles uh, that are written uh, every day. And so, again, everything you want to uh, talk about, uh, watch, see, uh, whatever with professional wrestling, go to onestopwrestling.com. You will not be disappointed. And finally, to the good folks over at Envato Elements. Uh, now, you've heard me say this before, so it doesn't uh, bear repeating, but when I decided to jazz up the show... I looked all over the place, and finally, I <clears throat> I heard about Envato Elements, and I thought, huh. So, I went on there, and oh man, <laughs> that was incredible. You have music, movie clips, 
stock photos. Uh, you've got uh, video uh, templates. Anything that you need for a podcast, a presentation, a YouTube channel, uh, or just general use, go to EnvatoElements.com. Now, you do need to pay for it up front. Okay? There is a uh, yearly one-time payment, and then there's month to month. I chose the annual, but for everything, and I mean everything that you get from uh, Envato uh, Elements is well, well worth the money. So, again, if you have a podcast, a YouTube channel, a presentation, a project, or you just want to kind of look, see what kind of uh, media <coughs> is is out there, and go into uh, envatoelements.com. I will spell that out for you. A N V A T O elements.com. Envato Elements. It's amazing. Right. That, that all taken care of. <laughs> that all taken care of. Uh, so let's go with the uh, first uh, story. And uh, this is from Aiden Gibbons of Cultahawk. And uh, this uh, came down the pike uh, just yesterday. That uh, Greg Hamilton uh, has uh, confirmed his departure from WWE. Um, thinking to Mr. Graham, uh, Hamilton wrote, <clears throat> after six years and 52 weeks a year, it's time to say goodbye. First and foremost, don't let the internet or social media gas or gaslight you, um, up. Uh, this was a mutual respect, um, departure from a great company. Nothing but respect from both sides. It's a business. And I also, uh, and, uh, also understand that you, uh, what you see, um, on social media is exactly that. Um, it's not real life, especially for your favorite superstars. Uh, they are human beings with real lives and incredible human beings. The hate, the bullying, uh, that is, uh, bred and internalized, uh, by uh, real human beings, not characters. Uh, that needs uh, to be said for my friends. Um, as I get older, my mom uh, is in her 70s. My sister, Jessie, has a cerebral palsy. Uh, those are my priorities. Not chasing fame, not being on television 52 weeks a year became too much. Um, without our mental health, we are nothing. But, man, what a ride. Uh, there are truly no fans like the WWE Universe. Wow, six continents over six years. Embracing your love and passion has truly changed me as a person. I am forever grateful. Uh, so, that was a very, very classy statement by Greg Hamilton. Uh... Greg Hamilton is is one of the best announcers in, in the business. Uh, I mean, he just he just really is. Um, he had some big shoes to fill because you went from Howard Finkel, God rest his soul, to Lillian Garcia, 
to uh, Tony Schimmel and, of course, uh, uh, Mike Rome and, uh, and uh, Greg uh, Hamilton. And that's a pretty awesome lineage. going to be honest with you guys. That is a pretty awesome, like, wow. You know, so <clears throat> I will uh, miss um, hearing uh, Greg Hamilton uh, on uh, SmackDown. Um, but uh, like uh, Greg Hamilton said, my mental health is is everything, and I've got to take care of my family now. I've got to take care of my extended uh, family, my you know my mom, my sister. I've got I got to start taking care of them. So nothing but love to Greg Hamilton. Thank you, sir, for uh, everything. Thank you for being such a great announcer. And I, I'm serious. He is a great, great, great announcer. Now, on to the story of the year. Okay, it's not just of the last few months. It's not just a fleeting thing. This is the uh, this is the news story of uh, the year, and that is the brush up, the brouhaha, whatever you want to call it, between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Now, let me take you back in time to last Friday on SmackDown. You know, I always thought, well, how are they going to do this? Is one person going to drop, you know, drop, you know, their title? And and they're going to do it that way? Or, you know, they're going to do, uh, you know, a belt exchange? Uh, how, how are we going to get Becky Lynch from... Uh, SmackDown to Raw, and Charlotte Flair from Raw to SmackDown. Well, it was a belt exchange. Now, on his face, you'd think, okay, well, <clears throat> they're both uh, positioned as heels. And so you think, okay, well, at the very least, it, it's it's going to be a little bit frothy. It's going to be a little bit testy, but... You didn't think that there was going to be any incident. Oh, 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 oh man. So then uh, comes uh, SmackDown last Friday night. Out comes Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch has, I mean, she is a rock star. She got the biggest pop, the biggest ovation. And it was just like, Oh, okay, so how's that working out for you being a heel there, Becky? <laughs> uh, but uh, so she comes out to the ring. Then Charlotte Flair comes out. And, of course, Charlotte was getting booed and, you know, and all that. And Sonya Deville was supposed to be the intermediary, the, uh, the in-between, if you will. And so she said, hey, this is a belt exchange ceremony um, because, Becky, you're you're going to Raw. Charlotte, you're coming here to SmackDown. 
let's just swap titles and let's let's call it a day. And I'm paraphrasing if I may. That's not what happened. <laughs> that is not what happened. Uh, so set the scene for you guys. So what was supposed to happen, according to uh, pretty much everybody on social media, uh, wrestling, uh, uh, dirt sheets, all that, uh, was that <clears throat> uh, Becky was supposed to lunge and rip the, uh, the uh, Raw Women's uh, Championship away from uh, Charlotte and say, look at me, I'm Becky Two Belts again. And, you know, we're going to have a winner take all, you know, at Survivor Series. But that didn't happen. So what happened was Becky Lynch goes to grab the title from Charlotte. Charlotte holds it and just flings it down. She she just dropped the title. Anyway, at first I thought, is you know, did did Becky slap the title away from from Charlotte? What's what's going on? But anyway, and I watched it a few times, and I'm like, oh no no no! She just flat out flung the title. Okay, right, cool, got it. And Sonya Deville was saying, "No, you pick up the title. Come on, let's let's be professional." Charlotte was like, "Fine," and so she uh, she goes in. She you know hands over the title, and then Becky. Not even I mean I mean Becky was just. She was upset. She was mad. You could tell she was mad. And she just she just threw the SmackDown title at uh, Charlotte Flair. Like, here, there you go. And then, apparently, they had a uh, verbal fight backstage uh, in front of Vince McMahon. And according to, again, uh, all the reports online that uh, Charlotte had to be escorted from the building and we are <clears throat> we are off to the races now I'm going to be very careful what I say I respect both of them okay I respect Becky Lynch I respect Charlotte Flair I think both of them are immensely talented. And I think that Charlotte on on its face is uh it is what she says she is. She's the queen. She is she's on top of, of the mountain. But I so that's the that that's the good side. The bad and I'm gonna try to temper this as much as I can, but um, <clears throat> Charlotte has seemed uh, disinterested and just entitled for about six months now. 
give or take. Um, and that's not always a bad thing. I mean, if if you you know if you can uh, you know get into character, you can you can play your character, and people are like, okay, yeah, we're we're playing this up to um up up to the hill. But but you can get lost in your character. Okay? And that unfortunately is what happened to Charlotte. She is getting lost in her character. Now, earlier this year, they had uh the uh storyline that I think they abandoned far too easily, far too quickly. And that was not 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 Charlotte Flair, okay? Not not Charlotte Flair, but Ashley, okay? Ashley's story. And it was like, whoa. That's like, okay, so we know the character, but, you know, Ashley, she seems like a really super nice, very sweet um, person. Character side, all that. But WWE, I think, abandoned that way, 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 way too quickly. And it's like I was uh, saying, you know, uh, I, I believe I was saying this uh, last week, and, and you know, if not, uh, I'll, I'll say it now. When WWE was going up against AEW, Last year, uh, with you know, with NXT versus uh, Dynamite, and WWE was sweating it. They were sweating it in the ratings, and so it was one of those break glass in case of emergency moments where they said, "Charlotte, go down to NXT. We'll give you the NXT Championship. Everything's going to work out." Well. Charlotte goes down to NXT. She beats Rhea Ripley. And, uh, but it was not, uh, it, it didn't really move the needle one, one bit. It didn't move the needle one bit. And I think WWE realized that. I'm like, oh. So Charlotte's time in NXT was relatively short. <clears throat> and that's not Ashley's fault. That's not Charlotte's fault. Okay, let's let's be clear. Um, I think WWE panicked. They shouldn't have. I think they panicked, and they said, "Well, I mean, guess Charlotte, go down there. Let's let's get some eyeballs on NXT." So instead of the action that should be speaking for itself like it is now thank goodness that they're allowing uh, these people to really show what what they've got on a weekly basis you know um but yeah charlotte goes down there and it didn't really move you know, the needle uh, in terms of, you know, getting eyeballs, you know, onto the product. 
And so WWE had to be like, fine. So <clears throat> then you uh, fast forward to now, and Andrade, uh, who is Charlotte Flair's fiance, uh, is in AEW. And there's this concerted effort. It's like, well, we can't let Charlotte just go. We we can't let her go. But clearly, Charlotte Flair is just seeming just very disinterested in in WWE right at the moment. Maybe that's my perception. Maybe I'm wrong. But it seems like Charlotte Flair just is is done with WWE now. Uh, she's done this whole Cruella character for, you know, like I said, about six months or so. At first I was like, oh, that, okay, yep, that's cool. You know, the, you know, the, you know, the robe, the, the gear, the whole thing, it, it worked. But now I'm just like, eh, uh, eh. Okay, and I don't think WWE really knows what that and is. Uh, so beyond any of that, okay, I think that Becky and Charlotte coming up at Survivor Series, that is a money, money match. They they have great matches no matter what. They beat the snot out of each other. That, <laughs> I know they've done this before. And you don't want to do this, you know, um, you know, you don't want to do this, you know, um, enough times to where, <clears throat> you know, it, it just becomes kind of like, not special or anything, but if there's ever a match that needs hell in a cell, there you go, WWE. I just gave you the biggest idea of the year. <laughs> Put Charlotte and Becky inside of hell in a cell for the Survivor Series. Um, anyway, so... <clears throat> we will see uh, what uh, what happens uh, with with that, and so anyway, that is the uh, news for this week. Uh, I'll be back, and we will uh, go through Dark Side of the Ring, uh, the ultra violence of Nick Gage, and then we will go into uh, Halloween Havoc. Do not go anywhere. <coughs> All right, folks, we're back. And uh, in this week's episode of Dark Side of the Ring, which I uh, watched uh, earlier, uh, that was absolutely Awesome. Uh, watching the ultraviolence of Nick Gage. Now, I had heard, I had heard of Nick Gage. I had no clue that he was, 
you know, into, you know, the extreme, the death match, um, you know, the, you know, the, you know, the for real, the violent, uh, and, but I, I had heard of the name. And so watching this, it was, it was amazing because I got to see the absolute violence that would put, I mean, it, the violence that Nick Gage, you know, does and John Moxley and some of these other people, that would make Cactus Jack and Terry Funk look like freaking amateurs. I mean, it's it's insane what they can do and what they do do uh, to their bodies. Uh, Nick Gage, uh, you know, uh, basically almost uh, bled out. Uh, he was... Um, He was in a, a, a death match where they had a bunch of light tubes surrounding the ring. And uh, he was supposed to be thrown, you know, into it. Um, but he hit the, the lights just wrong. And there was a shard that uh, cut an artery uh, in his arm. And, I mean, he was just messed up. Uh, trust me, folks. I have I have uh, cut an artery. It isn't fun. You do lose a lot of blood. It isn't fun to do that. Would not recommend. <laughs> Would not recommend. It's, it's one of those, you know, please don't try this at home moments. Uh, but, in all, in all seriousness... It was just super, super gory to, you know, to watch. Uh, and he kept saying, I want to go back. I want to go back. And the nurse there was like, no, no. And I'm glad that she said no, because who knows how, how the match would have ended. But uh, so Nick Gage goes uh, from... You know, place to place, and and had a, a just really um, just big, huge cult following. Still does to this day. Uh, and what uh, Nick, uh, what Nick Gage um, did, I mean, he put his body through just absolute pain, torture. Uh, everything you could think of. And uh, what um, what happened was he got hooked on to um, Oxycontin and then he got uh, hooked on heroin uh, and it just took him into a really dark place. Uh, he uh broad broad daylight middle of the day went in uh to a to a bank and he, he robbed a bank and 
then uh, Nick Gage and his girlfriend uh, went to Atlantic City, spent about 10 days there, and then Nick was like, you know what, I'm going to turn myself, uh, my, myself in, I'm going to plead guilty, and, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take the consequences. Well, that was four and a half years in, in prison. He gets out, and then uh, it was a failed uh, drug test. That was a violation of uh, his parole. So Nick Gage went back to prison for another year and a half. Uh, so really, ah, it was really sad to, to see. Uh, in between that time, uh, Nick uh, lost his mom to breast cancer, lost his uh, estranged brother um, to, you know, basically you know, an accident uh, where his brother was uh, running from the cops. Uh, he had a, a stolen car. Gets to the edge of, of a bridge, and then he just jumps over the railing and uh, died. And uh, so it was really sad to see that part. But to hear Nick Gage come out of everything on the other side and say, you know what, I'm grateful to still be here. I'm not afraid to die. But I'm grateful for this opportunity. And so it really made you think, okay, yeah, all right. I, you know, I, you know, I get it. I'm rooting for you. I think that uh, that was that was a heck of a redemption story. <laughs> I tell you what. Um, so go go check out Dark Side of the Ring, the Ultra Violence of Nick Gage. Yes, it is bloody. If you don't like blood and guts and gore and violence and all that, yeah, this episode isn't for you. But if you want to hear about a really interesting character, yeah, go out and, and, and watch it. It is absolutely incredible. Right, so that is uh, Dark Side of the Ring next week is Collision in Korea. So, coming up is the main event, and we will be uh, previewing Halloween Havoc from the other day. Don't go anywhere. All right, folks, we are back with the uh, main event, and uh, in this week's main event... Uh, we're previewing Halloween Havoc from the other day. Six matches on the uh, card. So you have Toxic Attraction, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane uh, going up against Io Shirai. And so we start the uh, NXT Women's Tag Team Champions and Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada. Uh, I think that this is going to be a great match. I, I you know, I... You know, I've been big on EO for a long time now. She's fearless. She can do just some crazy stuff in the ring. 
Uh, and I, I think she is uh, really, you know, uh, she, she's really, you know, up there. Zoe Stark, hey, I, I, you know, big, big into Zoe Stark. I think um, when she gets her feet under her, I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. And then, of course, you got uh, India Hartwell, Bridget Prada, and Toxic Attraction. So, uh, you know, I think this is going to be just a, a, you know, a really fun match. Um, I think it's going to be fast-paced. Um, and, and I think that there's going to be a lot of uh, just amazing uh, spots, a lot, a lot of uh, amazing moves uh, throughout the match. Uh, next up, uh, Joe Gacy uh, with uh, Harland uh, going up against Malik Blade. And uh, Joe Gacy, uh, he's kind of this, you know, PC, you know, woke. I'm doing the whole air quotes thing. Woke, you know, character. Harland's a freak. <laughs> Harland is a freak of nature. Good heavens. Uh I I'm expecting some good things from from Joe Gacy. Next up, uh Roderick Strong with the Diamond Mine uh going up against Odyssey Jones. Odyssey Jones is the younger version of Keith Lee. Uh he is uh, just big, he's strong, he's fast, he's agile. I love Odyssey Jones. I think he's got a great future. And hey, <laughs> what well, hasn't been said about Roderick Strong uh, by now? Uh, next up, you got Mandy Rose going up against Raquel Gonzalez for the uh, NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Mandy Rose, since coming to NXT, has completely reinvigorated her career. Uh, and I think she is, not say she didn't put in the work, you know, on the main roster, but I think she's putting in the work, you know, uh, down in NXT. And, and Raquel Gonzalez, she's the total package. I mean, she just... She is, and uh, I'm really proud of Raquel because I said, I said, I said on this year's show, I said, if she, meaning Raquel Gonzalez, if she can put everything together, the size, the speed, the strength, uh, promo ability, all that presence, I mean, she's, she's got star written all over her. And, um, so I, I really think that, uh, this is going to be a, just a really great match, uh, two amazing talents going after each other. Uh, next up is Imperium, uh, Fabian, uh, Eichner and Marcel Bartel, uh, going against MSK. Nash Carter and Wes Lee for 
the NFC Tag Team Championships. Uh, I haven't really seen Imperium much um, as of late, but they do some amazing work in the ring. MSK started off hot. They started off really hot, you know, in the Dusty Classic earlier in the year. They got fans behind them. Now they're starting to get some boos. And I don't know what that's about, but uh, I think this will be a great match as well. And then finally, Tommaso Ciampa versus uh, Braun Breaker uh, for the NXT Championship. Braun Breaker has star written all over him. I've said that for weeks now. This guy has star written all over him. <laughs> you know, uh, so that is your NXT Halloween Havoc 2021 preview. So uh, that is the show for this week. Thank you very much to everybody. And uh, I will be back next week where, where we will, uh, of course, uh, talk about Collision in Korea. And we will uh, go through Halloween Havoc. And uh, the news as well. So, until then, this is Russell Wortham. And as always, just like the Beatles saying all those many years ago, love is all you need. I will see you guys next week. <laughs>